0: We are really excited to present a new feature that you'll only find here on the WTIP Boundary Waters podcast, and it's called Keep It Wild, a conversation with a Superior National Forest wilderness ranger about all things wild.
1: My name is Megan McClanahan. I work for the U.S. Forest Service as the Wilderness Operations Lead out of the Gunflint Ranger Station in Grand Marais.
0: I'm so happy that you're able to
1: join the podcast. No, yeah. Thanks for having me. I'm excited that I get to be on the debut.
0: Right now, the temperature is really weird. It's supposed to be 40 degrees today, even though it's mid-December. That often leads to some changing ice conditions out in the wilderness. What are you seeing out there right now?
1: Yeah, we're seeing and we're hearing pretty special conditions that are happening on the forest right now. We're seeing a lot of folks kind of exploring the um, ice on skates and being able to recreate in a way that we don't always get to, which is awesome because we know snow brings a lot of other activities that we all sort of anticipate and wait for and get it excited about. So yeah, lakes are freezing up and uh, people are getting out there uh, in different ways.
0: And um, what do visitors need to know if they say they wanted to grab skates and and get out on the ice?
1: Yeah, for sure. So anytime you go into the boundary waters, you have to have a permit. So right now we're in the self-issue season meaning that um, before you go into the boundary waters, you need to be filling out a self-issue permit. Any band member who have treaty reserve rights under the 1854 treaty does not need to fill out a permit um, as long as they have their tribal ID with them. If they would like to or choose to fill out a self-issue permit, that's just great for us because it helps us track numbers all year round any, any band member with their tribal ID does not need to have a permit underneath those reserved rights.
0: And where do people find those permits?
1: So there's a lot of different places where you can find them. We have installed permit boxes at all of our boat landings and trailheads, um, like the Border Route Trail and the Keck Trail that feed into the boundary waters. Other places you can get them from are any of our ranger districts. So Gunflint and Grand Marais or Tofty. And then a lot of the resorts and lodges also keep a bunch on hand um, just so they can have the convenience for their uh, customers or visitors up there. Um, so yeah, check with those places. If, If you don't know, or can't figure out where to find them, you can always call the ranger stations and we can help you out. Um, but please make sure you're filling that out beforehand.
0: And are those free or.
1: Yep. So those are at no cost and that's just to help us capture you know, use of the wilderness that, that dictates a lot of our management and our funding. And then on the back of all of those are all the rules for the boundary waters and traveling in the wilderness. Um, So go ahead and take a look just to make sure you're, you're understanding what you should be doing when you're out there.
0: So you mentioned skates, you know, are there things that really are not allowed out on the ice this time of year in the wilderness?
1: So skates are fine, but because we're, the Boundary Waters is a, is a federally designated wilderness. Um, there are just some, some pretty hard and fast rules for protecting the wilderness areas. And so at no time can you use any fat tire bikes or any mechanized wheels like that. Um, same with you know anything that has a sail on it, which sounds a little funny for winter time, like who's going to use a sail in the winter time, but uh, you know, People come up with a lot of different sports for all seasons. And so just, just know that even in the winter, no sales and then same with snowmobiles. The only place that you can have snowmobiles is in the corridor of Saginaw Lake. Otherwise nowhere else in the wilderness in the boundary waters can you have them.
0: And do you know what the conditions are in the Sag corridor right now? What are the ice conditions there in the narrows and, and North?
1: You know, I, I don't know. For sure. Um, it, it, it's such a interesting time of year where, like you said, it's going to be 40 today, maybe last week or during the colder temps. It could have been better. But because we're in that early stage of winter, things are just so dynamic out there. I would highly recommend doing your research before you go out. Um, you can always call one of the outfitters up there. Um, you can for sure call us, but we, you know, we don't get to go up there every single day either. So yeah, be careful because it's, uh, it's not a for sure set route at this point.
0: Are there standard recommendations that the Forest Service has for people who venture out onto the ice, whether you're skating or fishing out there right now, what, what kind of tools should people have with them?
1: Great question. So, same with if you're going to go camping or or traveling out there in the summer, we really want to emphasize that you're planning ahead and preparing if even before you get in your vehicle or put on your skates or boots. Before you even you know pass that wilderness threshold, just really do your research and uh, think about you know who's going to be your point of contact. Are, are you letting somebody know that you're going out there? Are you going by yourself? Are you going with other people? you know, what's your plan for when you're out there. Um, There's a lot of videos online, on YouTube even, that you can watch about how to travel safely across ice. I would highly recommend that you check out some that have some self-rescue techniques, whether that's you rescuing yourself if you go through the ice, whether that's you helping somebody else in your your group go through the ice. Um, When we travel out there with the Forest Service, We bring throw ropes for sure with us. We bring ice picks, we bring extra warm layers. We try to gather as much information about the ice conditions that we can, but then because we know ice can be so ever-changing, we're constantly monitoring when we're out there. We're looking at different color of the ice, different, um, textures or signs that would indicate some unsafe or unpredictable site ice. And just because you see a way that somebody else has traveled before you, don't count on that as a safe route. You should be using your knowledge and your experience and and then the real time observations that that you're having. If there were an emergency, like worst case scenario, someone goes through the ice, what are we gonna do? Um, What's the plan? What's the quickest way out? Because it's so cold when you go through the ice, you are often your fastest help, so emergency services are not going to get to you as fast as you can help yourself. So really, those beginning stages before you even head out, think about that worst-case scenario, really be observant when you're traveling, and then with that, and you can have a bunch of fun and really get to take advantage of these super cool times that we're having right now. Like being able to ice skate on lakes <laughs> and get to these cool places.
0: Well, thanks, Megan, for joining us on Keep It Wild, this regular podcast feature on WTIP. Really appreciate hearing from you and and for sharing all of this information with our listeners.
1: Well, thanks, Stacy. I'm super excited. And if you, if anyone has any questions, feel free to give me a call. You can I'm at the Gunflint Ranger Station, so you can call the front desk and they can connect to you with me. And I hope I get to see you out there, too. It's a great time of year and super fun time for us, too.